Hola, buenos días, ¿cómo están ustedes? Y yo me siento bien. Cha, 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 charming. <laughs> okay, does anybody know where that song is from? Okay, because when I was in, um, I believe it was like in grade school, like we had like this one white old lady try to teach us Spanish, but she made us teach us Spanish, like with like all these videos. Bitch, I cannot find the fucking song on YouTube or anything. Does anybody know where that's from? Can someone tell me? <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to another episode of Que Estas Viendo with me, your host, Eduardo. <laughs> I love how my name sounds in Spanish. Eduardo. Oh, it sounds so sexy. It sounds like I'm a beast. I'm gonna whoop someone's ass. It sounds like like I'm fancy schmancy shit. <laughs> so we're doing another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. This time we're doing episode five, and the episode is Save a Queen. <laughs> I'm excited to bring this episode, but I was really sad because last week they did the super teases for season 14 where each queen was divided into groups and they had to do a super tease acting uh, completely ridiculous and then mash it all together to to do a little something, something. <laughs> Anyways, it was funny. I, I'm a terrible at explaining shit. They did things and they wanted to do and they were, they were funny and ridiculous and they were all clowns. <laughs> Anyways, so Miss Carrie Colby and Alyssa Hunter were the bottom two, and Miss Alyssa Hunter sadly sashayed away, and of course Miss Angeria won her second challenge. <laughs> oh, does that mean that she's a front runner? She's a front runner the whole thing. Is she is she doing the do? Is she doing the motherfucking do do do? Anyways, <laughs> so the girls walk back into their workroom. Oh oh whoa whoa whoa. Before I even get started, make sure you guys follow me first. Duh. Follow me on all social media at E-C-E-L-I-Z, E-C-E-L-I-Z-27, at um, everywhere. Um, the, the the Twitters, the the Instas, the, the Snapchat, the, 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 the Facebooks, all of it. My Pornhub, <laughs> my OnlyFans. Because <laughs> ain't nobody be popping their pussy like I do. <laughs> Anyways, so the girls walk back into the workroom and we see Alyssa Hunter's lipstick message and it says, believe in yourself, perras, love your Latina queen. <laughs> and sadly, she did not have the Golden Willy Wonka ticket, the Golden Willy Wonka ticket. You don't got to wear with the wheel. <laughs> Carrie wipes away the lipstick message away like yelling like fucking Pee Wee Herman and trying to be ugly. She's like, ah, ah, <laughs> I can't do the Pee Wee Herman yell, but she yelled and she's trying to look ugly. <laughs> and of course, like cornbread was not expecting to be in the bottom three and you know, her ankle was hurting in this episode and everyone's just complaining because no one is like on the top or like winning a maxi challenge besides Miss Angeria. Like y'all need a combo tits. It's only like episode five. <laughs> Calm down. Quam motherfucking down, bitches. Jesus. So, my fiddling chillin'. <laughs> All my chillin's out there. My chillin's. Ooh. Pop the corn and feed the chillin's. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's a new day in the workroom, and everyone looks around and they're like, where the fuck is cornbread? 
but the thing that really makes me laugh is like they waited until like the workroom because the girls can't talk about anything like especially when they're on the bus there or even eating breakfast so they all had to like zip it the fuck up and like look around and notice that cornbread wasn't there but no one could say anything up until they got to the workroom and then everybody's like where the fuck is cornbread Ugh. production production but everyone was like where's cornbread and then rupaul walks into the room out of fucking nowhere and then she shares a message that cornbread sent and then cornbread ends up telling everybody that she rolled her angle last week it was extremely swollen and she was instructed to stay off of it for six to eight weeks and this is the fucking end of cornbread at least for for her on season 14 which is like the saddest fucking thing because i i really did feel like cornbread could have made it to the top hands fucking down i feel like she was one of the toughest competitors i felt like she could have like easily made it to the top hands down um which by the way i i I think i said this before on the podcast that i met cornbread i met cornbread at piranha um i was so excited to see her i I went to see her with one of my friends named hunter who does drag and god she is just the fucking sweetest person in the fucking world she was she was just so personable she was so kind she was so sweet she was so fucking gorgeous god damn and um you know it really does break my heart and I told her straight up and I was like, you're one of the top people that I saw in the top and uh, you're going to get the call back. You're going to get the call back to go back to drag race. Like, don't even sweat it, sis. And like, we're all rooting for you. And I expect to see you in the top, you know, hopefully that didn't add any pressure to cornbread because it's hard to like leave the competition because of injury and then come back and, you know, have this added pressure of doing better than what you did last season um but you know it my baby cornbread i'm rooting for you i'm just i'm just waiting for you to get the call back to go to season 15 and you will sis i bet you anything you're gonna come back and then you're gonna fucking slay it um one thing that people didn't know was about her injury because like cornbread's a type that even though she might be hurt she doesn't say shit because she doesn't want to seem like she's complaining which i totally get that um but you know good for cornbread um and you know in the sense of like her attempting to be strong and not let anybody see her weaknesses um but then at the same time sis if you hearten like you gotta let somebody know and cornbread is like reading all these bitches from the fucking grave it's hilarious um she said to carrie show them how gorgeous you are and show them that you can be a monster <laughs> i see you wake up in the morning sis <laughs> that's good i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna steal that <laughs> And then uh, she tells Jasmine Kennedy that they're just, they, they ain't no hard feelings. Just listen, sis, you know, because um, you do enough talking for the both of us, which I was like, damn, still talking about how she talks too much. <laughs> and then she talks to like Willow and she says, take care, have fun, be weird and throw your damn flip flops in the trash, sis. Damn. She's still talking about them flip flops four episodes later those flip-flops were not that bad guys they were not that fucking bad and everyone's like losing their shit they were a rhinestone okay they're a rhinestone so they made them a tiny bit better okay goodness <laughs> and then like willow really just loves cornbread and then i kind of loved like their little friendship and their little dynamic i loved it um you know even in the last episode when they had that or the the design challenge well that, but that wasn't the last episode i think it was like two episodes ago 
um when they did the, the design challenge and like willow brought her like a cup of like hot water and like uh was helping willow out with her uh with her garment and shit Ugh, i wish I, I wish we got a chance to see more of that maybe in all stars if willow doesn't win <laughs> of course <laughs> and then um RuPaul says that Cornbread also didn't have the golden ticket, which I'm really curious about this really, this fucking golden ticket situation. I, like, like, do they really keep those candy bars? Because I was um, looking up some stuff online and they were saying that that fucking chocolate bar was fake as fuck. That chocolate bar is fake. It's plastic. And you know that they would like switch them out. So there's no way that they're going to give the golden ticket to somebody in this particular moment. You know, like they be slipping that shit in and they'll be slipping it to somebody who they think or who RuPaul wants to keep around. And then you're just like, well, fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck hmm. production, bitches, production. RuPaul then calls in the pit crew. Oh, pit crew. <laughs> and they're going to be randomly divided into three teams where they will dirty dance with the pit crew. First, I was like, they're gonna be some. They're gonna be doing some dirty dancing. Like, are they gonna be lifting up? Are they sure they can handle that? Cause some of these bitches do not seem like they would be dance material to be lifted up in the air. But come to find out, um, they have to pop a balloon <laughs> on the pit crew. So they grab a random balloon. They bump and grind until it pops, and that and whatever confetti is inside decides whatever team they're on. Uh, and let me tell you, every single faggot is excited for this because <laughs> the pink is fine as fuck, especially Bruno. Ooh, ooh, I love me. Yes. Okay, I need to stop before I get too horny. That's the, that's the last thing I need to do is to start masturbating on this podcast. <laughs> but everybody's excited for this one. <laughs> Bosco's first and she laughs maniacally ready to just hump the shit out of whoever she's doing um and she gets green Jasmine is purple and she gets it all over his back <laughs> that's a good way to come to the competition <laughs> Deja Sky thrust and misses twice girl how you gonna miss twice you got bruno man uh, and then bruno just pushes back and he's like that's how a power bottom does it bitch <laughs> and he's he's the orange team maddie marvis is a, is next and let me tell you she looks nervous as, as a school boy ready to do a presentation he is super shy he's like oh lord oh jesus and then everybody just bursts out laughing i bursted out laughing too because i was like this motherfucker is gonna be putting his dick onto this fine ass man and hmm <laughs> anything to win a hundred thousand dollars honey <laughs> even the straights have to do this one <laughs> but she ended up getting on the purple team and she does it so fucking awkward it's so hilarious i died laughing Miss Carrot Colby is orange. Miss Willapill is purple. Daya and Lady Camden are is green. Oh my gosh. And then here comes my little baby Georges. My little baby Georges is struggling so hard. You can tell this bitch is a bottom. And then Miss Carrie says she's never topped anything in her life. <laughs> you can tell because she's just like a little yapping fucking chihuahua. She's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> stupid bitch i 
love it. Oh my gosh. But, you know, <laughs> she does some butt-to-butt action with Bruno. So she sticks her ass on his ass to pop this motherfucking balloon. And she ends up being on the orange team. Hmm. Double penetration. Deep pee. <laughs> and Nigeria and Orion do a deep pee, which is a double pop. <laughs> Orion does it super quick and she's on the purple. And then Nigeria struggles for the first one. And then she's like, hold on. Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute. Uh. <laughs> and then, ooh, she pops it real quick and she's on the orange team. And then all of a sudden, like RuPaul brings in the first eliminated queens, like for three separate seasons. I was like, what the fuck are we going to be doing with these queens? Like what? Huh? But the season seven, um, from season seven, they bring back Tempest Ashore. Diabetes says, is this me in 20 years? <laughs> they have the same shirt. So <laughs> Tempest Jour walks in with like this black, like floral shirt. And that's the same shirt that Diabetti has in her confessionals. And I'm like, damn! <laughs> that's your 20 years, bitch. <laughs> Make it 10 with that face because why do crack? <laughs> they bring in season nine, James Mansfield. And then they bring in season 13's Kamora Hall from the House of Hall, Chicago's Mackie Doll. Serving beat in face. I'm the most glamorous in this race. The way my beauty shines. I forgot the rest of it. My beauty's gonna blind the men. Snatch the crown. Ow. I think that was the rest of it. <laughs> but they must create a P.I.S. Can I English today? I can never English. English is my second language. Don't judge me, motherfuckers. This is why it's a diary of a queer Mexican American. Te la puedo decir todo en español si ustedes quieren. Pero te lo prometo que todos ustedes no pueden hablar en español. So, está bien. It is what it is. Um, they must create a PSA, Save a Queen Organization, to raise awareness for the first laminated queens that are overlooked, underestimated, and look very constipated. <laughs> they must do a personality rhyming parody. Orange team gets Tempest Azure. The purple team gets James. And the green team gets Kamora Hall. <laughs> Start your engines and met the best drag queen who in. <laughs> now Miss RuPaul comes in to check on the little ladies up in here to see how the little ladies are doing on the little challenge. I don't know why the fuck I'm speaking like that. Maybe because I was just listening to Nigeria's voice. And everybody loves a southern accent. <laughs> it's so fun. I wonder if I can do some like really country shit. Like some dirty country not like some fancy country shit <laughs> i've been around people from oklahoma and texas for way too long anyways so rupaul does a walk around and the green team is first rupaul tells them it has to be funny and shady and mean um, and oh my god so kamora literally says i'm rooting for them and then rupaul is like all right now say like are you supposed to like from your season and the bitch still can't do it right I was rooting for you. <laughs> bitch, bitch. It ain't that hard. Was that was that was that it? I don't remember. That was like last year. But anyways, but really queen? Anyways. 
Um, RuPaul <laughs> says that the green team hasn't even been in the top. And that's Bosco, Diabetti, and Lady Campton. I wonder how they will all make it there. <laughs> By slicing the other girls. But that's how you do it. But yeah, yeah. You, you chop the other bitches' toes off. Anyways. <laughs> the next team is the purple team with Miss James. Um, RuPaul asks, oh, wow, what have you been doing since you left RuPaul's Drag Race? And she's like, I have toured, I started a business, and RuPaul goes, so prostitution is now business, bitch? <laughs> it's just like, it's the oldest trade in the book, which is true. True. Selling that puss, selling that ass, and selling that dick has been around for forever. For four or five ever. <laughs> And then, like, RuPaul literally asked, like, have you ever done anything like this, Orion? Like, do you know what to do? And I'm like, bitch, yes, yes. Because everybody has has made a PSA talking about the first eliminated queen's RuPaul's drag race. And a rhyme scheme. Yes, because that's what everybody does. That's what everyone does in their free time. We make PSAs about the first eliminated queens. No, bitch. Who the fuck does this shit? <laughs> Who the fuck? Yes, Orion knows what the fuck to do, bitch. Because that's what she does on her free time. No, motherfucker. <laughs> Stupid. Ugh. Willow is a bit worried about the other girls. Because, like, Maddie... Maddie and Willow are coming up with, like, a lot of the concepts. And, like, um, Willow is doing her best to refine it. But then you kind of have, like, Jasmine and Orion. And they're kind of like the wah, 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 wah of the group so jesus we'll see how these bitches go anyways the next team is tempest and she they're capitalizing on the fact that she is an old motherfucker an old bitch an old sack of shit <laughs> and she tells them like let's be mean dig deep and rupaul tells them like don't give away the joke just make it serious make it serious and then that will make it funny as fuck <laughs> and my baby joy just is nervous as hell she's like anything to do with talking anything to do with acting i don't know i don't think i want to do well at and you can see like in her face how like the wheels are just like turning like as like rupaul's during the workroom um walk around and it really kills me because you can just see like her inner saboteur just like grabbing at her it just like gnawing at her brain going hang, 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 hang. and then she's just like letting it happen oh my god like like those brain slugs from uh futurama do you guys ever watch that why am i asking it's not like you can answer back <laughs> whatever <laughs> but like those little green slugs that they stuck on their head and then they were just like fucking brain dead and they're like and they did whatever the whatever the brain slug wanted to and then you're just like what the fuck what the fuck, Futurama? But yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. It feels like she has like that brain slug, and that brain slug is like chewing out her brains, and she just doesn't know what to do. And I'm just like, oh, my baby Georges. My baby Georges. And by the way, James Manfield is really doing her best to become the fucking villain of this fucking episode. <laughs> she literally says, Orion, oh, hmm, <laughs> start packing. <laughs> I was like, okay, Bianca Del Rio. Holy fuck. Ugh. Wow. That James, you 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 just shady bitch. I still need to go see James. I haven't seen James, and James always performs with Alexis Mateo, um, Kokomon Trees, and um 
Tamisha, Iman is coming for you at, um, at the garden. And I still haven't gone to see any of them. I should, but I get kind of nervous because I, 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 I had a little thing with Alexis where we were texting back and forth, but that shit quick, like died super quick, super, super quick. Um, but that's for another podcast. (laughs) All right, bitches, it's time to film their skits. (laughs) Time to film the PSA with Michelle, Michelada. And Georgia's just shitting bricks, y'all. She is shitting motherfucking bricks. Um, she starts with her lines... And she's struggling. There's too many words and not enough time or music. Um, so they try to tell her, like, Georgia's just speed rap. Just speed rap, Georgia's. Just go a little faster, motherfucker. Like, it ain't that hard. But she's still in her head. And it just makes me so sad. A little bit. little Georgia's. So she had to do that a couple times. Um, Deja Sky is next. And then her ass is struggling, too. Um, and she's nervous. But finally, she, like, made it through. Good for her. Hey, did that rhyme? Ooh, am I doing my own PSA about the queens on RuPaul's Drag Race season 14? Ooh! Anyways. <laughs> and Jiria is after Deja. And she's also in her head. And she's like, it's hard. It's hardest than she thought it was going to be. It's hard as fuck. And her, but she finally gets it. And her facials are hilarious. It made me really want to LOL out loud. Wow. <laughs> Carrie Colby is really trying to be ugly, but the bitch is fucking beautiful. Even Tempest was like, if that's your ugly, God help us all. But she did great. Good job, Miss Carrie Colby. Good job. Because she really wants that top spot. Ain't gonna happen, sis. Ain't gonna happen, though. Because you weren't ugly enough. You weren't an ugly bitch. <laughs> um, Tempest is throwing darts. At this picture of Candy Ho. And Kara Colby is the one that's holding the dartboard. And she says, am I holding this? I'm nervous. Girl, if you pop me with that, mm, you better hope. (laughs) Girl, if you pop this face, girl. (laughs) Then Tempest goes on to say, some of the girls did well. And the others better hope that they sucked a bit less. (laughs) Damn. Oh my gosh, Tempest is a shady bitch. But I think overall, I think their team did okay. Team Kamara's next. Um, oh my gosh, this skit was fucking hilarious because it's just Kamara Hall trying to get ready, um, and like they're throwing anxiety at her because they're like, "Do I faster? Rub your titties? Scream! Now, 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 pat your face! Now, pat your butt! Now, now, jump up and down! Now, slap yourself with the titty! Ah! It's fucking crazy. I love it. It's so chaotic." So fucking great. And then they end up doing their individual verses. Um, Bosco was given some gangster rap. Like, who knows that she had a little, a little, a little flavor inside of that white ass of hers. Mm. Give a little shot shine. <laughs> Diabetty got g- good critiques overall. They really didn't show her. Um, lady, they said the lady cabinet needs to be louder. Bitch, we all know God and good whale that they turned down her fucking microphone and that's why they were telling her to be louder it's all production bitch because like she was speaking normally why the fuck would they turn down her mic 
that's right. They didn't want her to be in the top or they wanted some girls to suck more than others. She should have just yelled the whole thing. It's like, you want me to be louder? I'll be, I'll show you louder. I would have, especially with that British accent. Mm, she can yell into my asshole any day. <laughs> that would make me come. <laughs> Team James is next. And Miss Maddie Morphosis, ugh, listen, I don't mind Maddie Morphosis, but she's really missing the faggotry in the whole entire thing. Like, she's missing the sass, the class, and a pretty great ass. Um, she's just missing that, that faggotry flair that you just can't get by being straight. Like, the only way that you can get it is by sitting on a dick, Miss Maddie. Sit on a fucking dick. Get a dick up your ass. Sit on a dick. Sitting on a secret. <laughs> it's either that or you stick your dick in, in, in some dude's ass. One of the two. You, you know, something needs to happen. The faggotry needs to come. Because Maddie Morphe says, you ain't slaying. You ain't giving it to me. <laughs> and ain't nobody giving it to her either. <laughs> Willow is hilarious. She's killing it. This bitch is good at everything. Holy fuckery. Um, I love me some Willow, especially the way that she was doing it in this challenge. She was just giving really good facials, really good sass, and really good ass, because she has the what? The faggotry to do it all, Miss Metamorphosis. And now, Orion, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Uh, Willow says she's probably high off her ass, and is she? Like, not only that, she kind of looked like a little bit fucked up. Like, she looked like she just got through a fucking gang bang with that hair and that face i don't know what happened to her <laughs> i don't know her <laughs> um kennedy is next and for some reason she's starting to sound like the fucking count from sesame street and maddie literally says one bad take ah 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 two bad takes ah 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 which it really did sound like that um so suck less kennedy suck less <laughs> i'm kidding um i think that she ended up getting it in the end but it wasn't great either but it is what it is um <laughs> james had this to say about kennedy you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it good at acting and comedy damn drag her drag her sis um but James can overall say that she did really well. <laughs> Fuck the other girls is drag. Damn, James. Do you have to be that shady too, ho? <laughs> Damn. All right. It's elimination day. Ba da da dum. Ba da da dum. Ooh, I didn't know my faggot ass can go that low. Ooh. <laughs> Everybody around the room is feeling great about the challenge. And George just says, wait, hold up. Some motherfucker up in this bitch is lying. <laughs> Jasmine is a bit worried because Michelle kept on giving her the same note. And for some reason, Orion is feeling her oats about her performance. And Jasmine says she's delusional. And it's really funny because Orion was also saying some shit about Jasmine. Because Jasmine has a big head and keeps on thinking that she should have won this challenge or that challenge. And she hasn't really won anything. And has been in the bottom, mostly. Um, there's so much back and forth between the girls on that. Um... And then we get in, a little bit into George's story, which I absolutely love and I think is adorable. George's has been dancing as a kid since she was 
16. Uh, actually, no, she's been dancing since she was a kid. Um, but she was 16 when she started doing drag. Georges was performing at 16. And, you know, they asked her because she so she went to Pride in drag. And at the time she was working at McDonald's, she went to Pride. She looked at the stage, you know, did did her one two step. Everybody one two step. Love it when you want to step. Anyways, and um, they loved her, and they wanted her to come and perform at the bars. And but she, she was like, "Yo, I'm 16. I really can't." And then they said that, "Well, you can perform if your parents come and they let you." And she got in. She got the gig, and her parents came and supported her. That is such a beautiful thing. All of her family came to watch her to do drag. That's so beautiful. Um, and all the older girls were hating, mainly because this newer generation is is a little bit more blessed than the, than the older generations because they don't have the same mentality and the same mindset when it comes to queer and queer people and drag. And I can see why like the older generation or the older queens would get jealous of that because you have like this new queen that's coming in that not only is gorgeous, but then at the same time who can perform her ass off, but then she has like the backing of her family fuck if that was if that was me i would be bitter as fuck too i'd be like fuck that little fucking bitch georges but you know what it's all good and it's great that you know she has the support and it explains why she's so confident in herself like especially when she's on the runaway because she really be giving it haunty next they talk about willow and willow's mom Willow's mom is her best friend, and I thought this was a beautiful story because they've been through everything together. Um, she also lets everyone know, like, um, her medical issues started from birth. Um, her older sister has the same thing as she does. Um, Willow has her brother's kidney, which is another thing that, that she let us know. Um, and then Willow gets really emotional because she feels like she should be at her prime because she's 26, but then she feels like her body's at a decline. Um, and she just feels like she's just deteriorating and she doesn't want to be forgotten. Um, that really does break my heart. You know, Willow is such a fighter. Um, and just like hearing her story like makes me love her more. And even the girl said that. Like, I have such a high respect for Willow um, and so much love. And one thing that I remembered is that... She, um, her and Evie Oddly have like the same story where Evie Oddly has similar issues with her body. Um, that, that would explain why, you know, that's her drag mom completely hundred percent explains why. And I love that. I love that she has someone that not only can she look up to because, you know, of course she won season 11. Um, and, but she also has somebody who can, relate to her struggles as far as her medical issues go um so that's something absolutely beautiful um i just love willow i just love willow so much and i hope that she really does go far in the competition i think she's just a she's just like a ray of sunshine um and she's just like working through the darkness in her own mind and it's it's really hard to like function through the dark parts of, of your life and your mind but i love me some willow I really do. It's time to bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Runway. Run. Okay, I gotta stop. Too much of the runways. Um, so, it's time for the runways. 
Mamaru comes in in this black and purple see-through flower gown that just hugs every part of her body. This dress is fucking gorgeous. Oh my god, it's it's beautiful, and she looks great in black and purple, and it's see-through, um, which is really surprising because normally you can see everything. We can kind of see some things, but like, um, it's like. Of course, it's really tailored through to the point where it's like, you just don't care because the dress is gorgeous. Goodness. And category in the runway is spring has sprung. And first is my little babe, gorgeous. Judges. <laughs> now, her outfit is fucking sickening. It's just like a simple, like plain dress, you know. Um, and it has her like cute little flowers on it. And then she has the this thing that are strapping around her arms. I don't even know what the fuck you call it. But it's cute. It's pink. And then that hair is like filled with flowers. Like this is just purely perfection. And every time I see her, she always serves it on the runway. And she always gives me Selena. Like hardcore Selena Quintanilla. Um, like when she does her like her like little walks. Like have you guys ever seen Selena walk on the runway? Like on her little fashion show? Listen, gives me very that every single time she's on the runway. She is so good. I absolutely love her. And I love what she's wearing. Um, 10 out of 10. But I'm a little biased because it's gorgeous. And maybe because I just want to top her. I don't know. We'll see. Next up on the runway is Miss Carrie Colby. Now, she says that she's giving you creature couture. I don't know if I would say if it's couture. But she's definitely giving me like some anime creature flower power like goddess something off a of rick and morty type shit which i actually really like would i say it's super high fashion hell no this looks like a cosplay costume but i like it it's different than what carrie has been giving us on the runway um i like the flowers up top i feel like the bottom half of the dress was like definitely an afterthought and like most of the thought was given at the very top of the dress like so from the waist up, it's giving a lot. And from the waist down, it's just wah, 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 wah. Um, so it's, if I had to say, I would have to boot it. I, I would boot the shit out of this. Hasta la bye-bye. Boot. It's not my favorite. But, you know, and even her paint on her face is just, all she did was, do like a little flower here and there and i'm like girl you had enough flowers everywhere i don't think i don't think that was necessary i felt like if she would have done something else with her face it would have i don't know it's not tour it's cosplay but i i still like it but is it fashion nah but i don't know jack shit about fashion either <laughs> next up on the runway is angeria paris and Vad michaels dupree victoria angeria the third I don't know. Um, <laughs> this bitch got too... Her name was longer than a fucking CVS receipt. Ugh, too much. Anyways, um, she looks absolutely great. Except the only thing that I'm getting from her is Jada Essence Hall a lot. And Jada Essence Hall is perfection. Which, by transfer of property, makes Injuria perfection. <laughs> it, the, the outfit's great. Um, I love the fact, well, the only thing that I could probably harp on is like on the waist, it is like really heavy on the flowers. I felt like majority of the flowers should have been on the bottom. And then as she went up, the flowers become less and less and less. 
I think that would have been a lot better than the way that the, the, the garment was constructed. But this yellow is absolutely gorgeous on her skin. She has big fucking hair and she has a fascinator. These big ass earrings. She looks petite. She looks beautiful. She, ugh. Nigeria is everything. Other than, other than like the placement of the flowers. I have no notes on this bitch. Um, she's great. I, ugh, I love her great runway so i would definitely i think overall i think i would toot this look but toot toot miss deja sky is next and she is giving me beast the bunny <laughs> this outfit is so great i love that top and then i love the color of the pants the i everything is just like the colors are just gorgeous on her skin Oh my god, like that that beautiful pink, the purple pants, that the 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 yellow belt, and then the 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 bunny mask. Perfection. I ah, uh, this is a, such a beautiful runway for her. And I love the fact that on the mask on that. So like uh that little outline of the bunny ears and then it going down, like there's like little flowers, and then in the in the center, um, it's like see-through just so she can see through oh, so good it is so good this is a great night for miss deja sky i love it it's total to the colors everything perfection i love it next on the runway is miss maddie morphosis morphosis moraine <laughs> purple rain purple rain anyways <clears throat> so miss thing has like a giant cloud on her head and then everything else is like drooping down to make it look like raindrops um i love the idea and i love the concept the only thing that i'm missing is like shape shape i wish that um i wish she had a belt or something to like give her to give her like shape because she as she is walking everything just looks like a blob from the waist down um i love like i love the idea of her having like the the raindrops on her face that is just like just covering her up but you can still see the makeup behind it i love that idea i love that concept um but she just kind of looks like a blob and you don't get to really see much of anything else um so if i had a hmm, I think overall, I think I would give this a toot. I would not boot it. Um, mm, 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 yeah, I think I would give it a toot. I, it's not the best, but it ain't the worst. Now it's Miss Jasmine Kennedy's turn, and she's coming out looking like Poison Ivy. Oh, but like the great value kind that you would get at Walmart, only because you can get like the real one because the real one's too expensive. Mm, mm. This is, girl, you're wearing a corset. You're wearing a corset and a fucking panty and like a thigh high boot. Is that a boot or is those socks? I can't tell. I can't see from here. I'm blind as fuck. But it's just not good. And then like she's constantly wearing the same hair. And I'm like, okay, when are you going to change up the hairstyle? I know you're a pageant bitch. You should be able to show us something different. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really liking this look at all. It just looks like a great value poison ivy and not even the good looking kind so boot boot as fuck 
Now, Miss Orion's story is up next, and she comes out in a bunny outfit. I, it's such a missed opportunity because girl like you could have pulled out like a legally blonde quote out of here because you know l woods did like the playboy bunny thing and this was a missed opportunity for you sis you could have definitely done something with that um um this outfit's cute it's really cute i love like i mean it's, it, there's nothing much to it because uh, it's just panties and then a bra a fluffy pink bra and then like of course like the cute little ears with big hair Ooh, and I like the shoes. Um, mm, I still give it a boot. Mm, I feel like it's not, it's not elevated enough. It's just super simple. And it, it's for some reason for me, it's not effective at all. And I think it's because like I, some of the other girls like really came for it. And I feel like some of these girls are being lazy with it. Like Kennedy came lazy with it. And so did Orion. It's just not, it's not up to par. Sorry. Now she ain't a big pill. She a whale pill. <laughs> I gotta stop with that because I'm gonna I'm gonna hang myself. Damn it, RuPaul. Anyways, Willow Pills next. What the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Girl, she has a whole ass house on her head. Um she says this is this is her little house on a fairy look. Um I thought it was giving little house on a prairie, which completely makes sense. Um I but like I don't hate the look I, I love it I think it's so weird and it's so camp and it's fucking hilarious and I got the joke because it's spring and then she's a house and then like she's the lawn on her dress I just I just like it even though I didn't get it at first I liked it um you know what it also reminded me of the Wicked Witch of the West you know how she got trampled by that fucking house bitch what if this was what if this is her bum 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 in 20 years damn <laughs> it's a it's a toot it's a major major it's a major toot because it's completely different and out of the box and she brought the house down boots <laughs> love it now it's miss diabetica is up next miss diabetica 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 diabet i just like saying diabetica miss diabetica <laughs> anyways oh corn cornbread um so up next is Miss Diabetica, and she'd be looking like a nymph, or like a fairy, like a spring fairy. I was getting like really, um, what is that, what the fuck is that bitch fairy's name from like, um, uh, Peter Pan, um, Tinkerbell, like one of the Tinkerbell's like friends, sister, cousins, something from the spring. Yeah, that's what it's given me. But she said that she's a butterfly and I didn't get that. The only thing that I really fucking hated was like her makeup at the front. Um, It was not good because you have like this cute outfit, like this beautiful orange that goes great on her skin and everything, like everything from like the neck down completely works. And even the hair works. It's just the makeup that that's like not good serving it to me um i don't get it i don't get the makeup i wish like here's my thing i get that everybody has like their signature makeup signature look signature what the fuck ever but i feel like it has to work the concept has to work from head to toe and diet like with diet betty like her her she would have great concepts but like one little thing would be off and it just doesn't complete the look for me. And I feel like this is, 
it, it, it's repetition all over again. It, she's doing it again, where like the makeup is not filling in with the rest of the outfit. It's just disappointing. And I'm like, oh, you're so close, but you're not there yet, Mary. Um, I like the outfit, just don't like the makeup. But um, if the makeup was changed, I would totally give this a hundred percent toot for sure, for sure. Miss Lady fucking Camden is next, and she slayed this fucking look giving me Alice in Wonderland tea time fucking realness it is beautiful <laughs> I love the fact that on her skirt it's like so high up that you're able to put plates on it and you, you and she was able to put food on it and then her fucking fastener hat whatever the fuck you want to call it is a fucking teacup and then she spilled the tea and then there's, there's, there's like the, something's popping out. I don't know what the fuck you would call it. Um, uh, um, I don't know. Some shit's falling out of it and it's so good. The dress is so simple, but the concept overall is so fucking strong. She had a vision. It was properly executed and she thought of every little fucking detail like, her dress was the actual table. Her fastener was a tea. And she even had... Her earrings were fucking tea bags. Like, that is thinking from head to toe. I love it. Camden slay this look for me. Major toot. Toot, 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 toot. Next up, we have Bosco. Bosco. <laughs> If you listen to Race Chaser, you'll totally get what I'm doing here. Bosco! <laughs> Anyways, um, we have Bosco. And listen, I was about three seconds from reading this bitch down. Because she said that she was a rain cloud. But I was like, bitch, you just look like a loofah. You look like a loofah that's about to scrub my back bitch and then it was a reveal and then she brings it down to like this beautiful but yet simple uh sunny gown and like yellow like um uh, warm warm yellow sun gown and it, and it was beautiful so she started off as a as a loofah which was supposed to be a, a rain cloud i didn't get that um and then she revealed it to a sunny day um the rain cloud needed some work sis but like the other the, the other ground was beautiful like the sunflower ground was beautiful and i was and i wasn't expecting that um so definite boot for like the first half of the look and then the second half is a total toot um yay bosco and then the hair oh she looks like a fucking poodle i just want to stick my face in and be like Bleh. Wait, hold on. That sounded like I was going to motorboat her. No, I didn't want to motorboat her. Do you ever, like, pet a dog and, like, you're just like, oh, look at the cute little baby. And then you just, like, put it up to your face. So, like, you're putting the fur up against your face and you're just like, oh. Yeah, it's giving me very that. I want to put her poodle in my face. <laughs> I love the fact that the that the queens, the first eliminated queens get a runway. I fucking love this and miss tempest du jour is the next one to walk the runway and she's giving me rich grandma about to give me my money 
because she's about to off herself in the next three seconds. The outfit's very cute. I like it. She's just, it's just like rich grandma about to tell me fucking future. I hate the hat though. I wish she would take the hat off. Everything else is great. Just the hat because now she just looks like grandma fortune teller who likes leopard too much, who am I might have a lot of money who might give me some money which i hope she gives me money because i'm a broke ass bitch thank you james mansfield is next and she is giving me cinderella's ugly stepsister <laughs> i'm just kidding um but it, honestly it does really remind me of that kind of this does look like the dress that cinderella wore before her stepsisters like absolutely decided to tear it the fuck up um this cute's very I mean, this this cute. This dress is very James. It's pink. It's pretty. Um, it's giving me pink. Um, oh, what are the, the muses from from Hercules? Very that. Um, with like a tiny bit of Cinderella hair with that little bow in her hair. I like it. I like it. It's cute. Yay for Miss James Mansfield. <laughs> I still need to go see you in Vegas, bitch. Still haven't done that. I'll see you in the garden one of these days, motherfucker. Kamora Hall is next. Kamora, bitch. Kamora. Ugh. You're so fucking beautiful. Fuck you, whore. Damn. That green, that green is so gorgeous on her. And she looks like an Arabian goddess who's about to kill everybody with the looks. She is like that town beautiful lady that everyone wants to marry. But she ends up marrying the fucking prince because the prince wants to hit that. Yes. Gorgeous. I hope you get hit by that prince. Not physically, just during sex. And then I hope he hits that ass. Uh. So this show the PSAs and everybody ha ha hoo hoo hee hee ha ha okay whatever. Now let's get into the judging. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> So Carrie Colby, Deja Sky, Maddie Morpheus, and Will Pill, Diabetti are all safe and RuPaul tells Kamara to leave that dress in her room. God damn it. That was a beautiful dress. I would rip it off that bitch too. It's okay, RuPaul. <laughs> Anyways, so the people that are still on the runway is Georges, Angeria, Jasmine, Orion Story, Lady Camden, and then Boshko. Boshko! <laughs> Georges said that she has a confidence in the runway, but she did not have that same confidence in the PSA. And bitch, why were you not wearing them false eyelashes in the fucking PSA? And she says, well, I was trying to give white women fish, and we all know white women don't have lashes. <laughs> Damn! Damn! Okay, that wasn't really said, but it was said in my mind. Okay, it was said in my mind. And I find it hilarious. So, yeah, that ended up being Georges' critiques. And Jiria, they love the bottom part of the dress, but there was a fit issue on the top. And considering that she's been performing at such a high level, especially with her looks, they expected more out of her. Um, but they loved her in the skit. She thought she was hilarious as fuck. Um, Miss Jasmine, they said she was too stiff, but they loved her look. And I was like, what the fuck? You love that look? Are you fucking serious? I want to throw punch these hoes. Whatever. Anyways, um, they also said that she was a younger version of Alyssa Edwards. Don't disrespect Alyssa Edwards like that. Like, nar Mary. Alyssa Edwards has done a lot better than Miss Jasmine Kennedy. Well, kind of, actually. I think they actually have the same track record now that I think about it. Especially on the, you know, not excluding All Stars. Blah. 
Now it's Ryan's story. They said that they, it wasn't their favorite spring look, and she struggled in the PSA. She needed to be warm, and there was no energy when speaking. So you can tell the bitch is going to be in the bottom, hands down. Lady Camden. Now here's a tea with her. Ha 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 ha. Thanks, Ross. Thanks for the obvious joke. Um, they loved the look. Um, they thought she was great in the PSA, that she was a proper TV presenter. She killed it. Only she needed to be louder. Well, bitch, turn up her fucking mic. Duh. Fuck. The fuck? Whatever. Um, Bosco did some great poetry. And, you know, she did something different because what she did was spoken word. And that was different than everybody else. Um, they said that she's the type of queen that would take risk. And that's what gets them excited to see Bosco. Because Bosco has been pulling out some great shit. She really has. Sir skip to who's in the bottom who's in the top now we have orion story who's in the bottom with georges which i completely disagree um the save queens are lady camden and Jiria, jazz and jasmine kennedy which i also disagree with um bosco 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 she's the winner and she wins five thousand dollars money 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 I could use five grand. <laughs> Anybody want to loan me five grand? Please? Anyways. So, oh wait, I didn't even mention that Ava Max was like the guest judge. I, I guess I just didn't care. But I didn't know who the fucking bitch was up until someone told me it was like, oh, she did the psycho song. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. Oh, my, my, my. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, she did that song. And the song that they're lip singing to is Head and My Heart by Ava Max. And someone else told me that that was her only other hit and that she hasn't had anything else past that. Damn. Damn, Ava Max. Time to step up your pussy, sis. All right, bitches. Now let's just wrap this little sucker up. Hew, hew, hew. So they're lip syncing. And George just had a reveal killed it but her top keeps flying why did i write that it keeps falling down so we keep on saying her beautiful nipples that i would love to lick one of these days and orion is boring she's kind of trying to give a camp but it's like not that type of song it's like definitely like what georgia is giving which is like fierceness and ba ba boom and and dance moves and fierceness and it's so great Orion kicked off her shoes and bitch, I thought we talked about that when it happened with to June. You don't do that because you know you're going home. But you you were gonna go home anyways because George just really killed that lip sync. Um not only that, Orion's wig is receding. Bitch, do y'all know no y'all need to learn how to pin that fucking wig. When they tell you that they're gonna supply pin like hair pins and shit, never Mary, you need to bring your own when you go to drag race because them little motherfuckers can't even hold attention. Um, Joy just wins the lip sync. You know, she stays and she gets very, very tearful. But wait, does Orion have the golden ticket in her chocolate bar? <gasps> oh my god, let's find out. But like a bottom eating at a buffet on a date, <laughs> y'all, it's chocolate and she ain't get to stay and they don't get to fuck. Um, so Orion's story gets to go home, um, which is a sad day, but you haven't seen the last of her. <laughs> All right, that's it, people. That's it. That's it.
Um, thank you so much for listening, a Diary of a Queer Mexican American Gistas Viendo edition. Um, if you guys like it, make sure to leave me five stars because I'm fucking amazing and I'm fucking funny and I'm fucking great. And leave me some comments telling me that I am the motherfucking shit. Um, because I would like to make some coin off of this one of these days. And plus, I hope that my commentary is absolutely hilarious for y'all. At least I hope. Um, if not, I'm gonna like go play the blood by Len in the bathroom. So please like it and please like me because I need it because I want it. I want the validation. The validation. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a great day. Hasta la bye bye. You love me. You really love me.